listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 314 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight we have episode... What is that? 18, reading by Roman numerals, of Dr. Electro. Pull up a chair, get ready for some story time. Previously on Dr. Electro, Henry successfully escapes the clutches of the League by perfectly executing a two-story dumpster dive where he meets Electro and his gang. As they puzzle over League motivations, the old one pipes up. This is Dr. Electro, episode 18, clear as a bell. The drizzle echoed in the alley, vapor from the bated breath of the group hanging in the air. Everyone wanted to know, why was the League of Inquiring Minds hell-bent on silence? Well, she began. Vapor, drizzle, suspense. Everyone leaned in towards the old one, as though towards a fire of knowledge blazing in a hobo can. Professor Waverly is quite smart, brilliant in fact, although intelligence isn't comprehensive. The man cannot maintain a relationship to save his life. <clears throat> How do you know this? Murphy couldn't resist, and all the re although the rest of the group was grateful for his query, he was immediately sorry. I dated him, son. He faded back into the bricks with a, oh. He did a, oh, looking at this. Long did he labor on a thesis, a theory on how mankind might advance after the Great War. He had seen the ground open up to swallow the world, so he wanted to stitch up the very maw of hell. The study began in earnest when he returned from France, scouring dusty volumes of ancient philosophy from every corner of the globe. The deeper he got on his quest to solve humanity, the further away he grew from the very thing he sought to save. I was a casualty of his new war. Finally, it was time to present. The dinner was illustrious, leading scholars and philosophers from across the land, seated in resplendent elegance. The professor rose, making a passionate case for his cure, titled, On the Need for Safety Via Conformity of Thought. Perhaps, he argued, if we all thought the same, then no conflict could arise. If everyone agreed, what would one go to war over? But, as you know, Putting academics in the same room is bound to cause disagreements. At the first hostile question, my fiancé, yes it's true, trembled. At the second, his face took on a ghastly pallor. At the third, he slammed a shaking fist onto the lectern and bellowed silence. Somewhere in the back, the laughter started. Right at the time, a clock in the distance chimed quarter past. 
He bolted from the stage and hasn't been seen since. Until tonight. Folks seem to either rise anew from a catastrophic strike or grow twisted and bitter, a crag of a tree over an evil plain. Waverly never seemed a phoenix, she sighed wistfully. Just then, shrieking voices bounced off the walls adjacent. Startled, the group leapt to the entrance of the alley. A bachelorette party of flappers, apparently in the state of inebriation beyond noticing a citywide power outage, had just burst out onto the street, filling it with an oblivious chortling. Oh my my, wine is fine. That's not even a rhyme, but that is... To be continued. Had to throw a bachelorette party in there. <laughs> Why not? Hope you enjoyed. Now, before we sign off, let's take some deep breaths. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let those eyes drift gently closed, unless you're driving, of course. Here we go. I hope you enjoyed, folks. Have a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night. <laughs>